Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, if that's just me in the freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. What up, everybody? Welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast. Coming at you from the OKS Hunter Podcast studio in Okanagan, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That sounded fun. Uh, anyway, uh, wild weekend. I ended up going down to the archery trade show. You still got your shirt. Thing. Which one is that? I don't know. You, should, you got a shirt on. I mean, that's good. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't have been too wild. <laughs> like a, yeah, pants. He was missing pants. Pants. Dude, no pants. Someone, pants. someone got maced. It wasn't me. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. But those of you that know, you freaking know who it, it might was. have been in contact with them. And it was like four in the morning at one of the bars. I, How I only heard hell? it through stories. How in I, the hell? I didn't partake You'll in a lot of that. I was just really happy to get some good steak dinners and drink lots of bourbon. Which, by the way, shout out to Drop Time Spirits Bourbon uh, is. It's delicious. It's smooth. It is good. I like it. Well, I did discover that I like Bullet Rye. <clears throat> Any rye, but bullet rye is very good. So we just cashed I asked a for bullet, week. and they're like, "Well, we only have rye." I was like, "I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that means." So I was like, "Well, whatever. Let's just do it." And then I did. I was like, "This is good." And when you're down there, they're like, "Do you want the one cube, or do you want like?" I'm like, "Yeah, give me the big giant cube." Do they have the, the spherical cube? Yeah, they had that, and they had the big block. Dude, it was fun. <laughs> and I had my first ever derby pie, which is a thing. What? Derby pie. It's got to be a Kentucky tradition. It is a Kentucky thing. I don't know what's in it. So what is it? A horse turd or what? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're not going down this road again, are we? Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Start the poop talk. Uh, Oh, man, call the shit poop. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, dude, just lots of fun stuff. Uh, No, you got to tell us what it is. I don't know. It's like chocolate chips, and I got to make sure I remember to do this. Chocolate chips. Don't avoid the question. Chocolate chips, uh, pecans. I think cookie dough, some chocolate okay. syrup. It was like now a small talking. thing, a really flaky, fluffy crust. Okay. Very, served like a hot cookie, like a, like a really? cookie that wasn't fully cooked, like some doughy shit. Gooey and soft. Dude, it was, well, it I don't know, delicious. at least the one I had at the time was good. It was nice. I sent a picture to Holly. She was so mad at me. I mean, us aspiring fat kids like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do too. But uh, lots of cool conversations, lots of neat shit going on down there. Our podcast, I got to, like, dude, shit eating grin here. I got to fucking yeah. interview Michael Waddell. Yeah. Pretty like, awesome. I was pretty, pretty jacked awesome. about yeah. it. Uh, that'll drop Michael my... Waddell is a trophy fish, so, yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> it's big pretty deal. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> 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 oh. Certainly a trophy fish. <laughs> I, that'll drop Thursday or Friday. I don't know. 
No, not at all. <laughs> well, well he would fit fool, right in. Yeah, he was, you're a damn fool. You're a damn fool. He'd fit, he'd fit right in. Seems like a good old boy. Yep. I, I think we could handle hanging out with him. I rehearsed my, like, intro with him. I bounced off a couple people for, like, ideas, and I was like, how about, how about, I'm like, you know what, Michael? Everyone thinks you're, like, a legend. You're a big deal. Which he is. But I just think you're just like a regular guy. <laughs> so let's just talk about regular shit. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. I wasn't trying to diss him. I was just trying to say. Yeah, and you're like, like shit, that backfired. <laughs> everyone else, I, I, I listened to some other ones. I read some interviews with him, too, and everyone's like, oh, I'm talking with the legend. And every time he goes, no, I am not a legend. I was like, how about this? We'll just, I just won't even say let's that. Just get then. that out of the way for us. Yeah, let's yeah. just get this out of the way right now. Yeah, you're just a freaking dude. I'm the dude. I'm a dude, dude. Playing a dude disguises another dude. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, shout out to, to Latitude. They, they gave him uh, a saddle, set up everything, nuts to butts, all of it, the knee pads, the whole nuts shebang. To butts. Spartan Forge was there watching it all go down. I think he was like, he had a first row I, ticket to the shit show. Yeah, I told him. I said, Bill, you better come over there, man. I, I need some support. I need to make sure, like, when this train goes off the track, someone's there to point and laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> so he lingered for a little bit, and a couple people went by, like the the Full Draw Assassin guys. They came through. Oh, yeah, and, those guys are hecklers, yeah, for yeah. sure. A number of folks are watching. So there's no pressure at all, by Not the way. zero. <laughs> yeah. You did it to yourself. Correct. Yeah. And you're the one that called everybody over. Hey, come here. Check this out. They wanted it out in the open. And it looked like they had you on a white couch. So if you shat your pants, you're really. Oh, yeah. you were going <laughs> to see the shit. You got up, you were leaving a stain. <laughs> it, looked like a, it looked like a video for like here a cast. No shit easy again. exit on that one. shit again. <laughs> on a casting call with Michael Waddell all of a sudden. Like, ooh, that's getting weird. Yeah. Someone else <laughs> said that. Like, what's with the fucking couches? Is this casting call on Pornhub? I was like, whoa, I don't know. We're not going there. <laughs> it got weird quick. <laughs> um. So, no, shout out to, to Bill with Spartan Forge. We got to hang out with him a whole bunch. You know, it's Bill. Yeah. Bill's a, he's a great guy. He's and, a good guy. Uh, I enjoyed having him over here. It was great. Psst, use code OHP for 25% off Spartan Forge. Do it. Do it. Download it. Go get it. And the website's SpartanForge.ai, not .com. AI. Yeah. Because it's like artificial intelligence, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If um, you think that website, it'll sometimes pop up in your brain. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Their marketing guys are, are sharp. In green letters, it shows up in my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he goes hunting, one of his eyes turns bright red. Yeah. It's like oh, the Matrix. Kill mode. Yep. Kill mode. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, that's pretty great. Oh, yeah. I forgot to refresh this so you guys can see what's oh, happening. Oh, well, look at that. We don't have a guest today, but uh, I just figured I might as well just make this a bigger. No, it's the three of us screen goofing screen off as usual. what's going on. Um, you can see the comments that way and stuff. It's been a little while since it was I know. well before just the holidays. Just the three of us. Oh. Just we're the three best, best friends, friends that anyone anyway. could have. We'll, we'll go we'll with that. Let's keep cheersing. Let's yeah. just yeah. Yeah. Happy to be, get it done. I'm happy to be here. Slop a little on the mixer. We're good. That's how you know it's good. It's got some flavor. Uh, Greg. Yeah. You you got to. So we've <laughs> not literally had an opportunity to hear what the hell happened. Yeah, we've never like we, we've tiptoed around it. I talked like, to Byron at the show, by the way. Yeah. And he just was so confused about. He's like, I. I don't understand that we haven't met yet. It doesn't feel any different. He couldn't believe okay. that we actually hadn't met in person. Right. <laughs> but now we have. We have. Yeah. You have. I haven't. But he, you were going to share the story on his stuff. And, but I told and we him, said, I said, well, let's wait. I, I, said, I wanted to wait until I shared it on our own podcast before yeah. we go blabbing at the mouth on another podcast. So we can finally do it. I'm going to zoom the camera on your face, and you're going to go hog wild on this bitch. We're going ham. Seriously, it's been a long time. I mean, you got him like 
two yeah. months ago. <laughs> I know. I know. You already, probably you've not already probably... about it. That's what Greg said today. He's like, yeah, tell the Bullbuck story. I was like, we didn't talk about that? How the hell did we miss that? We didn't. And then it dawned on me that we've talked about it. But we we, yeah, we've talked about we little bits and pieces. We haven't talked about it, yeah. yeah. We probably ate it already. <laughs> um, He's like half gone. Half gone. Both yeah. tenderloins, the hams. Yeah, hams are pretty well eaten up. Um, tenderloins are definitely gone. Yeah. Maybe so, we should talk about where that meat came from. Yeah. Well, not exactly geographically. But not geographically. <laughs> it didn't come from freaking Illinois. I think we all know that. Yeah, we all know that. We're uh, <laughs> a few just, points. Just one time in Illinois. Just one time in Illinois. It's one time at band camp. Yeah. No. Um, you know, obviously, I had grander schemes in mind, right? I had a bigger idea, a bigger plan. A bigger you had buck. a big plan a for big... the last few. Yeah. But this um, year was really... This year, I don't know. I got very discouraged about that one area because of the amount of hunter pressure um, and the lack of sightings. Like, I know I had – I can't say I know. I feel confident that I had one encounter opening day. I'm fairly confident that was the buck that came in, like, right as I was at the bottom of my tree packing my stuff up. At the end of the hunt? At the end of the hunt and blew at me in the dark just because he was, like, the only buck – According to my camera data, take it for what it's worth, that was like one of the only bucks in the past week that had been used in the area, at least in front of that camera. And that was probably 20 yards from where that camera was. So I'm fairly confident, but it's an unknown because it was dark. And that's that, you know, just didn't, didn't, uh, didn't see him. But we have night vision goggles. Yeah, we have night vision goggles. Even better, we got them when we're forty. Right. <laughs> Pretty accurate, actually. It's quite accurate, actually. Yes. <clears throat> um. So after that, I threw a few more sits around that spot and didn't see a thing. Okay. And of course, weather wasn't the best for it. It was hot, sticky. We had some rain, untimely rain. Um, walked in, got sweated up. If there was a wind that was gonna twist around and it usually does it swirls a lot in that spot any deer that's probably within 100 yards could probably easily catch a whiff of me just the way the wind comes off the ridge gets in the swamp and starts to swirl and that's all earlier in the season yeah that was september beginning of october and then late october we went to Illinois. Yeah. I'm just thinking like in my in my own perspective, if that would have happened in like the target buck the buck for you that we know you've been chasing. Like you think you may have spooked him a little bit opening day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden things aren't working out with wind and like mentally you're just like Son of a bitch, it's over before it even starts. Yep. You know, like, yep. I would be in my head and be like, oh, he moved. Yeah. He's out of here. Well, and then, I, I and then too, you're, and... you're watching every truck that gets into the parking lot. And then you're looking at, you're looking, you're looking at every tree you walk past. <laughs> looking for climbers, See, that, one had, climb, yeah, that yeah. one had scratches in it. Someone's been up this tree. This and tree then, looks like it had a trail camera. Oh, it's certain. <laughs> or even better, look, there's a trail camera. Cell cam boy. It's a cell cam. Yep, cell cam boy took yep. over that whole area. So back, like, you to know, the, back to the story at hand. Well, we're, we're working on it. It looks like on video you guys are just pointing at each other and fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you remember yes. that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had, I had more guys hunting in that, in that whole area. But two, I ran trail cameras in there and then outside of there because I have access to do so. There were a lot of bucks in the area. 
plain and simple. So naturally there's going to be pressure and sure enough, I bumped into two different guys. I found cell cameras in places. I usually don't find cell cameras. All right. I clearly have to just totally avoid this area and cut it off and go through another spot. And I did. And I had an encounter with a doe. Okay, cool. Not quite what I was hoping for. Next sit, I get further into that same area. And wouldn't you know what I end up with? Another hunter. No. Oh. Poison sumac. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I itched from head to toe for two weeks. <laughs> what is poison sumac? Because so I went on speed scouts with my cousin, mm-hmm. who I'll, uh, shall remain nameless. Yes. He pointed it out to me. Yeah. And he said his dad, my uncle, never had a problem with it before, and then all of a sudden Same started to a problem with it. Because I had been through so that swamp, you know, probably the past six years. I've blown right through there in a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. This one sit, I decided to go in there, and I had I had an encounter. Like, you and I were texting from the stand back and forth. We're like, you were asking me if I saw anything. Nope, didn't see anything. You know, whatever. But it was hot. I went in there. I stripped down to my, my hunting pants and a T-shirt, had everything packed in my backpack, stand on my back, walked through all that crap, and I had to blaze my own trail because there was no trail to get in there. And typically there's a trail. Did you... I'm sorry. Were you have? Do you have a? Uh, you were hunting on a tree stand that time, right? I so you're blazing a, a trail stand. with a tree stand on your back. Yep, you a fucking salt. turtle. That sounds awful. Well, but it's a small tree stand, so I'm not too concerned. Regardless, I got that whatever that was all over my arms, all over my torso, all over my neck. You know who just had some on their neck at the ATA? It didn't look good. <laughs> Being there, I was like, just tell everyone that your wife wanted to market territory. But, <laughs> Before the big show. Yeah. Luke with Publicly Challenged got into some poison oak. I saw that. Foraging for, for shrooms. Uh, oh. Lion's mane or whatever he had. I don't yeah. know. Um, so he was like, do you think I should wear like a collared shirt? <laughs> I was like, do whatever <laughs> makes you comfortable, man. But yeah. like, look, it's the lifestyle. People yeah. know. It's yeah, fine. people know. It's going to happen. Yeah, you're just going to well, get chatted. You everything. might have marked your It's like something about, it's like, uh, your wife no. Yeah. Get a little bit of it yeah, from Yeah, yeah. So What's that story something better. about Mary where he's itching for all the shoes? Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> now my neck is itchy all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. So I come, I go out and hunt. I see two does. I, I hear other deer crashing around me, but never, never put eyes on that buck. Go out of there in the dark, you know, stumbling and bumbling my way through, lose my glasses and that crap, get back, get on You lost the path. your glasses? Oh, yeah. They, w- they went flying. Like, this <laughs> stuff is awful. I think I even posted a video in my story about it. It was just pretty brutal. Like, and mosquitoes are flying around. It's, it's, it's not pretty. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You're making hunting sound like the worst thing ever. Well, good. Can and, I come with you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, you right. <laughs> yes. Oh, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> you took you were there. <laughs> so you, yeah okay we'll go back to that so we I, I get back to the truck get home and you know you don't think nothing of it you're I, I started itch just a little bit just a little bit and you know wife's purse is sitting there on the chair where I want to sit down and take my boots off grab the purse all over the purse strap hang it up on the door door handle all right it's that yeah, it's just, we're that getting contagious. There. We're getting there. Okay, we're getting there. I'm just shocked. Okay, so she's she, whatever she's she's her her purse is off off where I don't have to deal with it now. Mm-hmm. 
get down down to the the nitty gritter gritty and all you know close her off and I get there right away before I even say a word. You had better throw all of that stuff out in the garage. Okay. You are not going to put me through this again. All right. Little does she know. My buddy down in Texas, Ryan, just said this sounds like sort of like Southeast Texas. (laughs) So fast forward 12 hours later or 24 hours later, whatever you want to call it. I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree, and I'm swelling up, and I'm going, I've got, like, marks where branches were rubbing across my arm, and I still got a scar from it. You might be able to see it, maybe not. But, yeah, right there. Oh, I see it. You see where it's, like, bleached white yep. almost? That's from that. So these marks start showing up, and I start to burn a little bit. I'm like, ah, it's fine. As long as it doesn't burn when I pee, we'll be fine. Oh, Jesus. So These taste like burning. So, she comes home from work, and she's like, I itch like crazy from here. This is before or after you got the buck? This is before. Okay. See, I told you I was going to try and make it short. No, no, it's okay. I just want to understand where this we're at in the timeline. The this is the short version. <laughs> <laughs> this is the condensed this version. This is the short version. This is the painless version. Get the high life. I'll take one of those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> short story long. Here we go. So, beer here. She, she, uh, she comes home from work for lunch, and she's like, do I have a rash here? And I can see it's just starting to turn a little bit red. I'm like, why are you touching all over that? Don't touch all over that. I, I said, have you been like OCDing, touching all over yourself like right there? No, it just itches there. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm like, why would it itch there? <laughs> well, I, I, it was a small thought in the back of my head. This and week, I'm like, but I pushed it back. There. No way. This no, week on no, Unsolved no, no. Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. So she. She goes back to work. And meanwhile, I'm like, it's raging on my arms. (laughs) Like, it's an inferno on my forearms. Both of them. Okay. And then I get a little spot on my chest where I must have, who knows what happened. Maybe when I pulled the shirt off. At this point, it's hard. This is like, uh, you know, root cause analysis bullshit. Like, yeah. This is trying to contact trace. Yeah, contact trace. Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Nobody knows. Nobody knows where it came from. But it's here. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Then I get a little bit, you know, across my my clavicle, and then I get some in my armpit over here, and then I get another spot that goes down here and just touches my belt line. I'm like, please don't. Please don't go below. Because I had to deal with this shit last year, the year before, from the same area. Okay. But now, you know, the realization has come to fruition after the second go-around in that area. Stay the fuck out of there from pretty much the time it turns green until leaves are gone. Don't go through that shit. It's going to be bad news. So wife comes home from work, and it's like a freaking strawberry. And then on top of it, there's another one developing on the other side of the neck. Here, it's definitely from the purse strap because I grabbed a hold of it with my hand that apparently had all the oils all over it. Yeah. And she... Throws it around her neck and goes off to work. And then, well, then on the way home, she spun it around and put it on the other side of her neck. So now, like, one side from... The, oh my God, your wife must be so mad at you. Oh, she was pissed. Your wife, she should, was your wife should write an article about it's that. It's a miracle I'm, you ever got to I, hunt after yeah, that. Like, how did you get It really about? was. It was like, oh my where are you God. going? I'm going over here. So where is that other spot on the, the map? It's here. You are? She's like, you're not going back there, are you? I'm like, well, no, you're not going back there. Okay. 
You spoke. Foot, foot is put down. We're not going over there. Sir, the foot is down. I reply, the foot is down. <laughs> the foot is down. <laughs> so, all right, fine. Alex, uh, I'd just like to read some of the comments. Yeah. People know we're yeah, freaking seeing them. But yeah, Alex Plew, who we know, uh, he said, my wife gets poison ivy from me at least once a season. Yeah. So your you're wife, uh, here. Your as w- long as they expect it, it's okay, right? Yeah. But it's, when it's unexpected, then it's a problem. Right, <laughs> right. So... A quick rewind. I got from the same spot the year before. Okay. So 2020, I got it. And I passed it on to her. And it's the first time I've ever been, like, I've had, I've been through poison oak. I've been through poison ivy. I've never gotten a problem, had a problem with it. For all I know, I've probably been through poison sumac. Lo and behold, when you turn 40, everything goes right to shit. (laughs) Including your immune system. Because it can't deal with that stuff anymore. So... I go to the doctor. He's like, oh, we'll try the cream. You've never had an allergic reaction, huh? Nope, never, ever. Never had a problem. That's it, you know. All right. Put the cream on. Doesn't work. Oh, maybe I'll put more on. Put more on. I went through the <laughs> whole tube. And, like, the, the nurse calls me. She's like, yeah, how's it going? Not well. Um, I think we're just going to prescribe you some good stuff then. So it what was, was that? I was it, taking the first it was time. Pill, it was pill form. Okay. So it was... It was an anti. It wasn't an antibiotic. It was a. It was a steroid, which will weaken your immune system eventually. But all right, took that two days. The shit was gone. Like, all right, this is good. So go back to the doc. He looks at me. He goes, "Yeah, that's the same thing." Oh, and by the way, you have a hernia. You know, because we're <laughs> that's when that got things. delivered. That's when that got delivered too. Oh, for hell's so sake, man! He's he's like, um, yeah, we're gonna. We're going to try the cream. I'm like, eh. It's like, no, we'll try it. I'll give you a different kind. I'm like, okay. Uh-uh. Didn't didn't do a thing. I mean, it put the fire out for about an hour, but then it just instantly flared back up, and it was twice as angry. Yeah. Yeah, not good. So, well. Good adjective. Doc, angry. you know what you need to do? Yep, pills, huh? Yep. Okay. We're good now. So, three days later, the itch went away. I still had, like, all raised skin, and it was all scabby and gross looking. Look like a leper. Um, oh, God, Alex said, try being diabetic and unable, unable to take steroids. That's not cool. Shots or pills. That's That blows. Oh, God, what do you do? Now you grin and bear it. What's that, what's that purple shit you used to do when you were a kid when you had chicken pox? Calamine lotion? Calamine? Yeah. That pinkish color well, that yeah. dries pink, everything It's like just shots so everywhere. I, I, no joke, I That's tried like that. That's South Park. I was like, give me more calamine lotion. Yeah. <laughs> You're swimming in an ocean of calamine lotion. <laughs> so... That stuff, calamine lotion didn't do do a damn thing either. I tried that before going into the dock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I tried just, everything I could before going into screwed. the dock. Yeah, some screwed. So go through that, get that done and over with, and life is good. Back to hunting. And noticing all that, that pressure picking up around that piece, I'm just like, you know what? I haven't seen that buck on the camera, and I didn't. I didn't see him back on the camera until, like, November, you know, primetime November. And it was late at night, and he could have come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I know there's guys in there. I bumped into guys. I had a, I walked in on a guy hanging from a saddle with, right in front of the cell cam, you know, 20 yards from the cell cam. I looked at the cell cam, and I just happened to see milkweed floating by. I'm like, that's odd. <laughs> I look, and I'm like, there's a dude in the tree there. And I just went, <clears> then <throat> I turned, and I about-faced and walked the other Did direction. Did you do that in Illinois? 
Yeah, that was another one. Signature too. move. Yeah, signature move. Not unless there's a guy uh, bird dog <clears throat> hunt, or hunting uh, yeah. pheasants. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Sir, <laughs> sir, where is your blaze orange? <laughs> Well, this spot's I, fucked. <laughs> okay. Story for another time, perhaps. <laughs> so but if you're just out there, you get a, uh, uh, but if you're out there doing something wrong, I you get a, sir! The, dude, I should have let the camera roll on that. <laughs> but I didn't want to infringe on anybody's rights, so I didn't. Got to blur his face out. Oh, God. I love infringing on rights. Yeah. <laughs> you know. America. America. Right, America. <laughs> so... I decided to just leave that alone, and pheasant hunting was coming, and that spot just gets rocked with pheasant hunters. Uh, I decided to pull an audible and go to a spot that's been very reliable. You and I have hunted that. We've had some encounters. I know there. what you're talking yeah, about. You you've know. hunted there? You've mm-hmm. hunted there. <laughs> you've, had, you've had some good encounters there. Well, I decided that, what was it, November 12th? I think it was the 12th of November. I decided to shoot a buck back there. It was the 12th of November. It was the 12th of November. Snowing and raining. Yes, I do believe. It was pretty nasty that day. It was. Southwest winds of about 22 (laughs) miles an hour, gusting to 30. Hey, wind's wind's good. People kill a lot of big bucks in strong winds. You can get away with a lot of shit. And then it was rain-snow mix, so it would start with a rain, then it would snow, then it would rain again, then it would get quiet. The sky would open up, turn blue, it would get kind of cold, then the wind would pick up, and then the rain and snow would continue. Okay. Had my camera out there and all that fun stuff. I towed all that junk out there. Figured, well, I'll try to get it on film. But went in there, took the long way in, passed another hunter, and he just kind of looked at me and goes, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going over this way. I didn't give him exact. He's like, huh, good luck. Okay, whatever. Clearly That's what you want to hear from another hunter. Yeah, I'm like, good. I'm like, I know things about this spot you probably don't, and you're probably the same guy that's running three cell cameras out here. That's fine. So I did. I went walking through one area, checked it out, found scrapes were opened up, found some rubs. That spot's always got rubs and scrapes in it, but nothing nothing crazy. The the tracks weren't big, and I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't going to stick it out there. So I kept going, went through another spot, and didn't find a whole lot of fresh buck sign. I found some older stuff from summer, like when they were rubbing velvet off, but didn't find any good stuff that was fresh, that was, you know, weeping and wet. Get to another spot, and there's a scrape that's freshly tore up. Like, all right, might be time to relieve myself right here. Was that in that thicker stuff? Yeah, it was in that thicker (laughs) stuff. And turn and look, just as I'm ready to let, let some liquid fly, I look, and there's a trail camera right there pointed at the scrape. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding. Yeah, that's how you know it's good. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Must be a good scrape. So so I'm sure some guy will see me on. I doubt he's listening or watching, but th- there's a video of me with my bow on my head acting like they're antlers, and I raked the tree in front of them and fought up the ground. But I gave him a thumbs up and kept on walking past the camera. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I've never I've heard never of that one before. cameras back here. I was just like, yeah. Whatever. I just wave at them all yeah. the time. Well, yeah, I, I mean, whatever. Good for them. Like, yeah. how, f- you know, yeah. it's totally cool. You know, that's, it's totally that's cool. What you, that's what you, whatever you want to do, that's fine. He's sitting at work going, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> His phone's going just, off. Yeah, I thought it's I had the spot cam. to myself. No, no. No, no, no. Wait, sorry. Did you say it was a trail cam or cell cam? It was a cell cam. Oh, yeah. He's totally watching that happen. Yeah. So. That moose has got a 32, no, 36. Look at the yeah. beard on that so thing. Spread. At least, yeah. Look at That's the beard on that turducken bucking. Yeah. <laughs> turducken bucking. Got to love me some turducken. <laughs> Poor so, Madden, rest in peace. I walk, I walk through, and 
I got in an area where I know there's a bunch of trails that cross, you know, the area. And I found some rubs that were pretty fresh. Like there was green bark laying on the ground. And okay. One was a horizontal. It was a tree that had tipped over in the wind. I think you shared that with me. And I was I'm like, what? I haven't seen oh, that. Man. That's and that not thing common. Was shredded. And I'm like, you don't see this very often, but in that spot, when those trees blow down, and if there is a buck over there. They got to mark it. Oh, yeah. He tears it up. And sure enough, this thing was shredded about this far. And it was this, this high off the ground, so it was fairly it was tall. Fairly tall. You look for the height. Yeah. So it was all stripped for like three feet, and all the bark was laying there. I'm like, I know there's a trail here. There's a trail here. There's one that comes over there, and there's a fourth one that runs the edge over here. I'm going to put myself that way. A lot of intersecting trails coming together. A ton of them. Okay. A ton of them. So, and, it's, and, and if you get at the wrong spot there, it's hard to see those trails. It is, but this year with the amount of wind that went through there and blew all those trees down. It kind of makes them travel around those spots they did. in a different way so than it was, probably it, normal. There was a lot of good pinches in there made by Mother Nature. What's nice in that spot, too, i only been in there once, but uh, that ground is so soft, that black dirt, uh-huh. that even though those were all new trails around those deadfalls, you can see those trails Yeah, in that dirt. You can see the tracks real yep. easy, not like a hardwood ridge where like they got to pound that trail in for a few years. Right. That spot's real yeah. pretty nice to notice. You can see where the fresh trails are and where they've been left alone because <laughs> the grass will overgrow them. You yep. can still see they're there, but the grass will overgrow them. And I found a spot where essentially three of them came through, and I could see like on the edge, the transition edge of the trees to the real thick grassy stuff. Mm-hmm. That That was pounded also, which you would expect. But wasn't finding any scrapes in there. You know, I'd walk past that one where the, the, the cell cam was, and that was probably 100 yards away from where I ended up setting up. So I looking around, I'm like, well, it's this tree, that tree, that one over there is too small. I'm going to hunt this one. This one gives me the most amount of cover. Yeah, it's a balancing it's act. A 50, it's, it's a 50-50 a, but, chance. So I'll say it's a balance, at least in my perspective, it's a balancing act of finding a tree that I called you guys about this this last season yeah. for me. Yeah. Hey, I know where the deer are. Mm-hmm. I can't find a spot to set up versus, look, at this spot is beautiful. I can set up here and be perfectly concealed. The wind's in my direction, blah, 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 but there's no deer. So it's this balancing act of finding a spot that you can set up in where you're concealed, the wind's in your favor, you're not silhouetted, and so forth, well, versus where, where are the deer actually going to come from so it sounds like you're in the right area. Once you figure that out, then it's like, okay, shit, I'm here. This is money. Yeah. Now how can I set this up? Well, That's and, an important thing to consider, I and think. And you got to be able – it's a give-and-take thing, too. you got to be willing to sacrifice that – I know there's a trail that comes around back of me, and there's actually two more that come across the other way, and they could be coming from the high ground, you know, if they decided to go off and look where the, where the oaks are or where the crop fields are back in that way. <laughs> They could be coming and going that way too, and if they do, they've got me dead to rights, and they'll never sh- they'll never come close right. enough for a shot. Yep. You know what? I'm going to sacrifice that. That's just that is what it is. It's a game of give and take. So, so you made a sacrifice. I made a sacrifice. It was a southwest wind. It for the most part from where where I were they going to come from? They were coming. In from your the opinion, where you in my opinion, I from they may not have come from that direction, but your thought is they but, could have. But the strong my. At very least, I would have seen a doe or a couple of does come from the west, the west or slightly northwest. You're talking about does. Now, are you thinking this buck's going to scent check them or come from where they're coming from? I just want to hear your thoughts on it, too. Uh, no, just 
just seeing where that was, I figured that a buck would come cruising through there and head okay. towards. This is that peak direction. rut stuff too, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. the twelfth of November. It, it's it's <laughs> it's on. the twelfth of November. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think <laughs> you were I think you were pretty close to where I hunted that one night. A little further, about two hundred yard, two hundred ish yards. All further. the movement I saw was from the west hmm? to the east, and. And that, and that's historic. And there's so many trails, and yeah, like you're saying, like some of them go this way, some of them go that way. Uh-huh. But along that edge, you'd think that Buck's either going to cut across those at an angle yep. or north-south them and check all those trails, you know, right. site-checking. And- right. So I I picked this tree because of the amount of crisscrossing trails and always hearing hearing activity in there. You can hear branches breaking, and you know there's tons of stuff laying down. They can't walk. 20 feet without tripping on something or breaking something in there. Even though the ground's soft, you're not going to hear them walk, but you're going to hear them get into something. Even there. their dead phragmite. Oh, you know that, that grass, stuff. that shit's louder now. Yeah, when we walked through there, oh, it was yeah. like a freight train. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I get up the tree. It's about quarter after 11. It's starting to rain and snow for the second time now as I'm on my walk in there. I pick the tree I set my stand up, not quite in the right direction, but I tried to anticipate all movement so I have a shot around both sides of the tree if I have to spin around and kind of hang on my hang on my uh, harness and take a shot on the left or the right facing the tree. I can do it either way. You got most of this on film, too. This does yeah. live on the whitetail experience. Yeah, YouTube. and I think we need to probably make it live on our channel, too. Hey, that's fine. You just got to send me the video. We'll have to figure it out. So, I, I'm in this tree, I pull my backpack up, got everything set, sticks are on, I'm up in the stand, I got my bow on my tether, I'm just getting ready, and all of a sudden I hear something crunch from behind me. I'm in the tree maybe five minutes, and I look, and here's a little buck. Little buck walking, I think it's probably the buck that you might even seen, or it's another one like it. And he comes, Perfect. Like, read the script, came across the little clearing, into the trees, through the thick stuff, picking his way, middling around, stops and kind of looks around, puts his head down, gets past me. I could have shot him here, could have shot him here. Trees in the way here. He gets around the tree, and he stops, and he looks, and I had my bow sitting up on the tree, and my fletchings were sticking up like a sore thumb. And he stops, and he puts his head down. He, he whips his head up, and he goes, wait a minute. He did the bob and weave? Yeah, and he did the bob and weave, and he's looking, and he's like, uh, I don't think I've ever seen one of them out here before. Puts his nose in the air, and the wind can't is not, you. no, he can't smell nothing. So he okay. And uh, he decides to just kind of take a couple steps, and he puts his tail up halfway, and he walks, and he stops, and he looks back again, <laughs> and he's like, is that what I think it is? Uh, I don't Are know. Are you at full draw yet? No, I. Bo wasn't even in the tree. Got it. Because he's seen your, okay. Yeah, so it was, wasn't a buck I wanted to shoot. Even though we're okayest, I decided to pass. Even though we say never pass. No, never pass all makes you happy, is yeah. what Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't going to make me very happy. <laughs> it was going to make me mad. It wasn't going to make me mad. <laughs> but it wasn't going to make me happy. It just wasn't what I wanted to, what I wanted to shoot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where is it? Which one is it? Oh, Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> okay, it's hard. There you go. There it is. Okay. Yellow button. We're rusty. Three tries, <laughs> man. We're rusty. I could play some music. All right, Craig. Get into it. Okay. So that happened at like <laughs> 11.15, 11.30, and then he was gone. 
okay. he decided to mosey on off towards the cell cam. Maybe he gave the cell cam guy some some show. He probably smelled it. Remember that long beard that came through? Oh, well, I'm, uh, yeah, the big, the big buck that took a little leak on his cell cam. <laughs> so Got to freshen up this crate. Freshen it up. That I'm from the tree. Pissed yeah. on it. You're Pissed welcome, him. bud. You're welcome, bro. <laughs> Just for you. That was the good stuff. Yeah, it was. <laughs> little buck man, little buck man juice. I tell you what, when I pee on scrapes, it's got bang energy drink all over it. Those you're like, what is this? <laughs> a buddy of mine also big into the bang energy drinks and or no Rockstar. Rockstar. Claims Rockstar is the only one the bucks will show up. Only if it's Rockstar. Yeah. Shit's legit. <laughs> so anyway, how'd you kill this buck? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you drank a bang. Yeah, and <laughs> en- endured another. What was it? Four thirty-five. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty yeah. darn close to... Yeah, it was like 4.35, so I went from 11, 11.15, 11 11.30 to 11.40, or to, to 4, 4.35 with no action. Got rained on, snowed on, the temperature was dropping, and... So you're having fun. Oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. Well, that's, that's part of the deal, but that's part of the rut, too, is like... It's either you're in it or you're not. There's nothing. You're damn right about you're that. Hot or you're not. And and or you're either in the right spot or you're not too. Right. Like it could be the right. You could just be in the wrong spot. Historically, I mean, by the amount of deer sign that's in there and the amount of hunts I've thrown at that spot and having you guys hunt that spot with me, it's a good spot. You're gonna see something. You're gonna hear something. Something's gonna happen. Four thirty rolls around. It decides to piss rain and then switch to snow for like the fifth time. Which the un- most unfortunate drawback of that was that you had to put your camera away. Yeah, my camera was like drenched and it was starting to accumulate ice on it. And I'm going, it's probably not good for it. I should probably <laughs> pull it off and stick it in the in the backpack. And then, you know, lights starting to fade. Probably not going to see shit. Oh God! So who could just showed up in the comments? Uh oh, Bill Thompson. Bill Thompson on spaghetti night. It's been a minute. Hey, the phone line is hot, by the way, so y'all yeah. can pile up in the queue going up. So I'll put it in the chat so you guys can start to get in here. Greg's going to finish his story, though. Pack the camera in the bag, grab the, 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 the camera arm off the tree, wrap it all up, tuck it in nice and neat, and get it all You have the arm off and everything. Oh, yeah, everything's off. Packed up, I'm getting ready, ready to, to go. I'm literally I'm grabbing my bow and getting ready to snap the quiver on and pull the arrow out, have it in my hand, and all of a sudden I hear it crack and a crunch from the same direction that other little buck came from i turn around and look and like the sun is peeking through the clouds and you know you look at deer and you can see that reflection off their off their hide yep and sure enough here i see this and it's much bigger body than the last one i'm like okay if that's a doe i'll probably shoot it because i usually shoot two deer a year and i (laughs) wait two what two dudes two dudes take it easy they're killer So he was a little closer set up to that cell cam than we right, thought. Right. You know, oh, someone comes in, we're going to take their business. You know what I'm saying? The world's oh, most dangerous game. That's right. <laughs> Rainsford. You want to know what's bigger than a buck? A human. A human. Okay. More dangerous, too. Something that can reason. Get yeah. you excited. Yeah. It's got a little reason to it. So I'm watching it come come in, and it kind of ducks underneath this one tree branch, and I, I see it has antlers, and I'm like, yeah, okay. And he swings again, and I'm like, he's well above his head, and he's right on the edge of his ears. Let's see here. It's November 11th. I'm supposed to have hernia surgery, which didn't happen, but we're planning ahead Yet. here. Yeah. We're planning ahead here and going, my opportunities are pretty damn limited for bow season. I think you're going to die if you <laughs> step 
within... You've immediately become a shooter bug. You, you're shooter a shooter, you're a shooter you're at a 35. Shooter. Yes. You're a shooter at 35, but if you close the distance of 20 or under, you're really going to be a shooter buck. You're going to be a dead buck. Well, long, long and short of it, he did. He came right in on a string, came five yards from the base of the tree, started to turn to the left, and I was already at full draw, and I put it right. I was a little high on the shoulder, but I was in the general vicinity of where I wanted to be, and that, that arrow got to eat, and I watched him die in 60 yards. Like, before he was down, I called him. Did they he called, do – Did wait, but, but, but did he do what we've said happens in a vector – Heavy arrow, yeah. With uh, iron will broadhead, did he even did he gall gangster buck on you and no. didn't even know what had happened? No, and that's the cool thing about shooting. You know, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like they act like they don't even know what happened. That's my mock. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like I didn't want to know if that's I didn't what go, happened. Meh, to stop him because I wasn't. I, I don't want to put him on alert, even though at five yards it wouldn't have made a, a shit bit of difference. But he stuttered just enough where I'm like, "Yep, now and." pulled off on the release, it it hit, I heard it pop, and complete pass through right there, and I even shot a wide cut this time, just to try The new one, right? The new, the new, yeah, the wide cuts. Wide cuts aren't brand new, but they're, they're a couple of years old. Well, they were new the to you when you got them. Yeah, and and then I shot a single bevel too, but it sent it right through, you know, high on the shoulder, came through, totally knocked out both lungs and, like, caught the liver on the way out and stuck in the ground right there. And he just sidestepped and kind of stuttered around, and then he kind of picked up a little steam and stuttered some more, and then slowly walked and then picked up a little more steam and then stopped. And by that that last stop, he was about sixty yards from the tree, and just standing there. And that's when I just quick I think, back I don't know if I texted to go you. Did I text? I you think first? you texted me that you shot one, and then I called and you, then immediately, you called me and immediately, and you picked up and you're like, dude. And then we were talking. You're telling me a story, and I assumed he was dead. And like, yeah, it was and I'm like, like minutes had I'm gone like, dude, by. He's still standing. He's, like, he's about to go he down. He might go down. I'm like, oh shit. He, yeah. You answered the phone. He's not even down. Yeah. So he's nice. <laughs> we're excited. Yeah. Like a couple of little schoolboys. <laughs> so he's talking to me, and then like. I'm like I'm starting to get the shakes as a realization that I hit this deer and it's gonna go. It's happening. It's done. You didn't get the shakes until you knew he was gonna go down. Yeah, that's that's how I work. Okay. So I start to get the little bit of the shakes, and all of a sudden I'm looking. I look at the, and my I can't feel my fingers either. By the way, because I'm wearing fingerless gloves and I forgot my my hand muff. Oh at, no! In the yeah, when well, it's just pissing rain. Yeah, it was pissing sleep. rain. So. Like, he's talking to me, and all of a sudden I hear the phone, like, the phone slipped out of my hand, but I couldn't even feel it slip out of my hand. And all of a sudden I hear him talking, and he's getting further away, and I look, and there's my <laughs> cell phone heading, heading 20 feet down to, the, down to the grass. And it's like, boof, it hits the grass, and I'm like, well, I, get, I go over, and I, I look, and I see him fall, take him a stutter step and just fall. I'm like, it's done. Hang my bow up, scurry down Funny the point about this, by the way. Yeah. Sticking a bill with Spartan Forge. Um, I was on my way to Pennsylvania for the veteran hunt with yeah. Spartan Forge and their folks. And on the way, I'm I'm driving, and I get a text from Greg. I'm like, "Why?" Well, it just shows up on my you know uh, yeah. dash yep. screen, like text from Greg. And I didn't look at it. I'm just because you know you click <laughs> the button, it's, it's, it reads it to you out loud. Says, I'm like, "There's nothing to fuck. There's nothing to read here." <laughs> so then I finally like, I'm like dangerously, of course, looking like living on the edge, right? It's a fucking buck! <laughs> you son of a bitch! And I tried to call you, and you didn't answer. I'm like, I can't do yeah. anything. I'm driving. Literally, I was, I was like, so mad. Almost deep in a, a so body like cavity a lot of the guys at their camp, 
were the first to ever see it. I was like, Greg got one tonight, you know? Was, yeah. I was so jacked for you, dude. And, and he was jacked. I, I have no clue because here, yeah, I'm like, here I'm I like call a, you and I you're like, like I'm like, he got idiot. one. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's just yeah, going I'm down. Shi- yeah, and and like, then he drops jabber. the phone. So there I go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you had to throw the phone down. He's bombing an arrow. Like he's still alive. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, is he rambling? I'm chasing him. Through the grass. The call. Oh shit. So I'm like, you had to throw me out. I, I don't know. No, what no, literally like. Could not feel the f- hand in my f- the phone in my fingers. I could feel the hand in my phone. Yeah, the hand on my <laughs> then phone. Then you know you're really cold. It was like <laughs> it it slept, and I was like slow motion. I watch it go, and I hear Derek going, "Oh yeah, and what Ooh. else?" And, it, and it's getting further away. <laughs> there it goes. Bye. Oh well, so I didn't then, know that. Yeah, so because the, the story's up. never been told. Oh yeah, so I hang the bow up, scurry down the tree, grab the phone, get back up there, and I'm watching. You know, and it's turning dark out, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I'll just pack my shit up." What do I do? Do I call Derek back? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I did call you back right away. Maybe I, I, I think I was packing up. I, I think was you were packing. I think I, I tried calling too, you. So I don't even. Yeah, look I tried people. calling you back. You didn't answer because you were packing up. And I'm like, well, hell with it. I'm just gonna get shit packed up. Some. And I'm looking at. It. I don't see him standing there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Clip it back on. Get the stuff back in the backpack. Yeah, like, do you get fully. Do you fully? Uh, do you fully pack out at this point? Yeah, like you're as you're climbing down, you're tearing down. Oh as yeah, you I'm, go. I'm I'm taking shit down. Okay. I mean, backpack, bow. I think I got rope burn on my hands from the. I'm like, <laughs> yep, down. All right, <laughs> at this point, grab tree stand. Yep, get that off. Fold it up. Backpack strip. Yep, throw it. Gone. All right, step. Oh crap! I forgot to put my Lyman's belt on. I'm like hanging on. I'm like, eh, we're fine. Unwrap it. Get it off, throw that down. You know, three sticks up, get them all down. Oh, I should probably call somebody else. I'll call my wife. <laughs> yeah, I got one. No way. Yep. All right. I better call David and let him know. Call him. Oh, you got one. Big one? Eh, it, it's decent. Well, good. We're leaving. Okay. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. All right, perfect. Call my brother-in-law. What you doing? I was kind of waiting for a phone call from you because somebody told me you got one. Yep. Where's your truck parked? Well, it's over at this parking lot. You're going to have to drive it back on the property. You know, that piece of private we have permission to access with. All right. Well, I'll park my vehicle over there. Where's your keys? Well, I got them. You're going to have to stop by the house and get the extra set because I have my set with me. Shit. All right. Well, we'll do that. Your house isn't too far. Yeah. No, it's not far. It's on the way. So he grabbed the spare keys, came over, grabbed my truck, drove it back in the field, and I'm like, don't forget the sled. The sled's in the back of the truck. All right. I got all those photos. I'm like, I'll tell you what. I'll meet you at the truck because I got to get rid of this bowl, this stand, the sticks, this backpack. We got to get rid of all this crap because I'm not going to haul all this shit out of here. So walk all the way back to the truck, ditch all the crap, pound a bunch of water, take a few layers off. Because by now I'm nice and warm. Grab the sled, grab my brother-in-law. Where are you? Oh, you're just over here? No, we're back there. You're back there? Yeah. Oh, this he is He didn't know what he signed oh, up you, for. He had no clue what he signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah off in it the is tools. a bitch. It oh, is a bitch to yeah, get back it, there. it ain't fun. But we've tugged a few deer out of there. Mm-hmm. So. It's also not that bad. It's not. I mean, 
Enjoy you know what? It. I would say it's probably bad if it's like the walk. If, um, right? It's the walk. It's, it's the part the you enjoy. You got to cherish that is, moment. Otherwise, yes. it's, what are you doing it for? It's very Here, different than the, the walk, walk of shame. To the walk. To the walk, which turns into a crawl if you're dragging mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Not to be confused with the walk of shame. Yeah, but I think I, you you had called like right when we were like trying to snap some pictures of it. I can't believe it. You son of a bitch. You got one. I did. I pulled the trigger. I took advantage of the opportunity. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Are there bigger ones? Hell yes. Do I care? Not a bit. No. You I'm gotta, happy you as hell. It's a beautiful buck, man. It's a great it buck. You know? Yeah, and you're, you're mounting it, right? Yep. Is it already done? No. No. Are no. You, do you give it to someone for that or what? No, I haven't done anything with it yet. I got it. It's frozen right now. You might be able to try our lizard bone. Uh, I thought about it. Lizard but, hill. Thank you, lizard bone. hill bone. Yep. And I... And also, someone that does it is Audrey Faffy. Uh, I just can't think of the company name she has, but she does bugs. So does and, our and he our does. Pal. Oh, does does Jeff do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember that so fourteen it, pointer that got hit by my house yeah. in Watertown that I had done? Oh, okay. I had him do that. So there's a few people we know that could do it. Yeah. in a couple different ways. Yep, there are a couple different ways. So we're gonna experiment with a way. We're gonna give it a try and see how it goes. Which way are you gonna try? Soda ash. Soda ash. Mm-hmm. I don't know that way. I know. Are you doing that way? Well, Jeff's going to help me with that way. Yeah, Jeff knows the shit. What about you? What do you do? I boiled mine. Yep. I like I like, the berry. I like the berry method. Bury it and forget it. <laughs> that was great. I could, so, never, I could never leave antlers outside. For you got to cover them up. I, I, I wouldn't, too cover, I wouldn't want to either. Gonna pull well, it I, out or I put a bucket over mine. That was a good idea. But it was small enough for a bucket. You might have to do like a rubber made for yours. or Maybe you can put some bricks on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. A big rubber made. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll i get it preserved and, and put together, and it'll be on the wall. Do you put yours on like a plaque? You know, so so someone I met at ATA, by the way. Yeah. Uh, big 8 products. They make, uh, so like Rack Hub. Uh-huh. Where you can, you can it, 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 it's like a pivot mount. It fits into any uh, Euro mount. And then, yeah, you can tilt it, pivot it. Whatever you want, and it's really easy. It's like a pretty affordable thing, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I it's kind of cool. I, I'm like, I might get one for this little seven point I got. Down yeah, here I might do something. Yet? I might do something like that. I'm not sure exactly what I'll do, mm-hmm. but I'll try to get it done in time for to put in the booth. There you go. Yeah, yeah, the one that you're building, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. That's something I always like seeing, and once in a while on some group or Facebook or whatever, you'll see somebody will make a post about like how you display. Yeah, antler sheds. People have like the plaque. I love seeing the the stuff people come up with on how they display stuff. That'd be a fun thing to like. How to? That's a great topic. The people. I like the ones with the buffalo plaid. Buffalo plaque. Yeah, you, you are, are you talking about the plaque? You and yeah. buffalo they wrap, plaid. So we, yep. my dad has always done plaster of Paris. He used to have a heart shape that he mounted them on. Oh, that's so kind of like cool. Skull plate. He would plaster of Paris it, wrap it in this red velvet material, yep. and then he made the this cool little trident, three pointed plaque. And so up yep. the cabin, yep. he's got all the plaques, and they're all like that. And I kind of adopted a similar one, but the first plaque he ever bought me had a little photo frame on the bottom. Nice. So you could include a photo. See, that's cool. So I've got a little bitty plaque that I make now, same way, plaster of Paris. And you have multiples of those, of memory serves correct, in your basement where you have pictures of you with that buck. I probably have, <laughs> I got a lot of small There's ones. There's a bunch. So all the small ones. I probably got like 15, 18 small ones, plaques. And then, you know, a couple the shoulder poster child of shoot deer. He is the poster child of shoot deer. You know who complimented that shirt? Who did? Waddell. I was like, oh, tell me more about it. 
Your head is growing. He said, I've been saying that my whole life. Shoot deer, raise kids. I was like, okay, I'm doing that. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Cloud nine. Yeah, buddy. Cloud nine. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Absolutely. Yeah. Soda same. ash. Yeah, tell me about that. Man. Yeah, I'll let you know. So we got beetle soda ash, the heat treatment that Lizard well, Hill of that's heat bones. With, with maceration. With, uh, maceration. Yep, maceration with water. There's putting in a hole in the ground. Uh, Oak Tree Dreams, who we know, Drew over there. I don't know if it's Drew that's commenting. We said, don't put it in the garbage can in the winter. Forget it. And then summer girds. Oh. It is the soup. It smells horrible. That's bad. You want to know what smells bad? I'll tell you what. That That is bleh, nasty. Nasty. You got a weak stomach, though, so. No, nah, there's certain things that aren't cool, man. A oh, freezer, you got to get some plugged with venison in it. Ain't good. Oh, dude. Oh, that's so, terrible. That's a European shame. mount. This is the same thing you would. Oh, my God. So, my wife will never forget this story. Uh, shot a bear. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Um, I was going to keep the head, do a European mount. And those have a ton of grease in them. Put the head in a couple plastic bags. Wrote it back in the cooler, right? Yeah. Unloaded the cooler. Took all the food stuff out. Threw it out in the garage with the bear head in it. I was going to unload it later. Shit happened, whatever. Uh, I forgot. It was later. Forgot about the bear head. Yeah. Right? I don't know how. Ended up sticking it in the back little storage area of the closet oh, in our no. spare room. Oh, shut up. I'm oh, not kidding, no. guys. I'm not kidding. Months went by. Like three no. months at room temperature in my house. And I was oh. like, oh, we're going to go somewhere. I was like, I got to grab that cooler. I opened that closet door and I was like, that's what? a weird thing. Like, like. Like a dead mouse or something <laughs> yeah. in there. I freaking cracked that cooler open and I vomited. Whoa. There, you know, there's no maggots because there was no flies no, or nothing, nothing. But it was maceration without Yo, the water. Totally. I oh I that I threw the cooler away. I threw all my clothes away. Like it was that bad. Wow. It was absolutely disgusting. So my good friend, old roommate, unplugged my freezer in the garage <sighs> when I lived in an apartment. Fired. It stunk <laughs> up the entire complex. Oh. And he's like, oh, dude, I unplugged it to plug People are going to think you're a murderer or Dude, something. it was bad. I was, I was, I was cool. very mad. Um, and then, I don't know what, so I had a, just, I think it was like a bucket outside or something. And I think like a chipmunk fell into this bucket. Mm-hmm. So it was outside. Very no, common. No big deal. By my garage when I lived in Neshota. Mm-hmm. And, um. Every time I go in this back air, I'm like, man, it stinks over here. And I just I couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. And eventually I figured it out. What was once water and potentially a dead chipmunk was just completely fully maggots. <laughs> fully maggots. And like an all-white chipmunk. And I was like, <laughs> dude, it was the worst thing ever. I had to like dump it in our uh, compost pile. And I was like, I could... I think I actually may have gotten like a, a nose, a clothespin for my nose. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, that's rough. It was terrible. Man. So this dumbass thing. Oh no, that's what it was. It wasn't a bucket. It was what. I, so I used to shoot in the backyard all the time. Um, I had a PVC pipe into like a uh, small two by four to just hold my arrows. Sure. A T two by four, and I put a PVC pipe in to hold and my arrow. Crawled, crawled, crawled in there, crawled in there, couldn't back his way out. Oh my god, man, nasty! So if that was in my closet, dude, no freaking way oh, could I was, tolerate what that really was. What did you do to get rid of the smell? What are you doing with that then? With what? You can't spray enough freaking good scents in there to get rid of that in, in, in your house. Room? Yeah, I mean, luckily, <laughs> was I, your I, wife I barely <laughs> opened it. 
Yeah. And like, cause I, just light I realized like, immediately. Ooh. So the cool, everything just went in the garbage and it was just like, I took it outside and then I opened it, which was a mistake. I should have just threw it or just drove to the, the whole thing dumpster and just freaking chucked so it. So do you have the skull still? No, no. That's nope. when you didn't get the calf. Nope. I didn't keep that one. Cause I didn't feel like, I was like, how will that scent ever come out of there? It won't. I don't think it will. It was impregnated in the bone for three months. <laughs> like, oh. Not good. So it wasn't Blah. a real big bear or anything. I didn't want to do it a disservice, but I was like, I'm not. Nope. There's certain mm-hmm. things I just got to go. Nope. Yuck. Puke. So you got a buck this year, and it was nice. And you're Heck yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I don't know. I didn't. I don't score stuff. I just, I like it. I shoot it. We do have a call. We'll hang on to it. It's a beauty buck. It was. Yeah. Oh, I know who this is. Who that? Who dare? Bill Phillips. Oh, Billy. Hey, Bill. Oh, What's Billy. happening? Hey. Did you make it out of the airport okay, Guys. or did you, like, you know, wipe your ass with that face mask? I'll talk to you about the airport. It took me, I mean, dozens of hours, it seems like, in the airport for, like, one day at the ATA show. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Half the flight time is, like, sitting on the tarmac waiting for the plane to freaking take off. I think you spend more time on the tarmac than you do in the air. More time sitting at the bar waiting for my be- waiting for my flights to stop being canceled. It was, <laughs> you had it a was, great time. It was a, um, I mean, kind of here and there. I mean, it depends <laughs> on what you call a great time. Like looking forward to your AA meetings later on because you've been at the <laughs> hotel bar so long, or getting home. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. I think we need to have Bill on as our comic relief. <laughs> Uh, about the ATA show, but but first, I have a just a brief story about a nasty cooler. Oh, I like you guys were just obviously. talking about coolers. Yeah, I might have heard this story on a podcast, but I like it anyway. So keep keep rolling with it. <laughs> um, I used to take so I hunt in a lot of suburban areas and urban areas. So a lot of times I have to take the gut piles out, and I'll throw them in like a hefty bag. And I, I doubled up and shot two does, and it was in the summertime. We, we hunt kill permits and things like that. So um, there was two does that I shot, and I took both gut piles and put them in one big contractor bag. And it's great to put them in a cooler with a bag of ice because then they won't rot And you know during the summertime. So I kind of sort of maybe forgot about the cooler <laughs> in my backyard <laughs> for like – it, it was in like June or July, and it was like oh. for, I don't know, a good two weeks. Oh my gosh! Yes. For a hog hunt, me and my brothers, my dad it was just a bunch of us. We were going down there and meeting friends and just having one of those, you know, laid back, easy. If a hog comes in, I don't care what it looks like. We're <laughs> you know we're, we're shooting right. It was one of those trips, and my dad pulls up. He's like, man. Something died around here. And Jeez. Yeah, about a month ago. <laughs> about a month ago it did. Down to the back of my and I was oh even worse, I was in a townhouse at the time. Oh. So there are people everywhere around me. And the cooler was moving. And there were live things. Oh my god. Oh no, that's the worst, dude. Anything moving and with a bad scent like maggots and all that jazz is not good. So my dad's like, oh, my God, what are you going to do with that? And I said, I'm going to deal with it when we get back from Georgia. And we left. 
and came back. <laughs> Donezo. <laughs> That's a problem for when I come back. <laughs> Oh, that's so that's horrible. Did you have a good did you have a good season? Up on myself. That car because we drove down. Oh, that ride would have been treacherous. Mm. Yeah, so I've got a couple of those. <laughs> a couple <laughs> of those stories. But yeah, so a big question. Big question. So we're at the ATA show and there are these non OKS hunters who are like superstars, right? You're like yep. the guys from Seek One. And like I'm, I'm, I was hanging out with Lee, and he showed me pictures. Lee got his period on his white like, pants. <laughs> <laughs> what the? What does that mean? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> no, no, okay, he'll know what I'm talking about. Don't worry. We keep. He losing. had like a two hundred and like a million inch buck. It was like a giant <laughs> buck that he's million. chasing in like billion point buck. In Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. Like, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, did you have some? Don't worry. Literally, nobody watching on. live can hear you. It's no, only it's us. Yeah. So everyone in podcast. So now we know. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. I don't know how to fix it. But g- keep going. We got you. It's actually not in Columbus. It's just in Ohio. I'll just, <laughs> Perfect. I just sorry, Lee. <laughs> 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 I only say the period thing because he he shared when he got that buck when they got that buck he shared a photo of like white pants with blood on it and I was like it's either like the scene from Forty Year Old Virgin or you got your period and that was it it was the teaser photo and I was like oh did you actually get a buck so I was just trying to give him some some shit I thought it was pretty funny really cool dude really really down to earth guy but when it comes to big bucks he is like. I mean, laser, laser focus. I, I, and I right. actually don't understand that. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I respect it, but I, I don't understand it because I've never been. I've seen big bucks and I've had them on my properties, but I'm like, oh, you know, oh, man, if he comes by, great. But I don't <laughs> go after him. But anyway, so he is literally going. He's there right now. He just posted on a story tonight, and he found all the rubs. And I, he's thinking it's probably from this buck. And he showed me on the aerial photos certain landmarks that are around an area where he can actually hunt it. And in the background, you can see those landmarks. So it's a hundred percent legit for what he was saying. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I, I look at that and I went, wow, that guy is like at a different level than me. And it, it doesn't bother me, but my question for you is how does that make you feel around, you know, guys like that who, I mean, they're, they're, killers of giant bucks and that's what they do i mean he's got multiple 200 inch bucks but guys like us i mean i'm i'm definitely included <laughs> with you guys is i mean if a deer walks by i i have a if, if it gets my blood pumping i'm shooting it i don't care if yeah. it's the biggest buck there or not hell yeah so what's it make you feel he like around the guys you're must, hanging out with? he must be on a lot of adderall to have that kind of focus because i tell you what man my add ain't freaking gonna be able to handle that kind of situation but he he's very particular. I know Lee's style. Lee is Lee is laser focused, and he's a pit bull. When he gets it in his jaw, he is not letting go, and he will hunt that buck until it is done. And I mean, hunt that buck. Like he'll knock on a hundred doors to make sure he gets the tracks that he needs access to, based on where the buck is heading. Um, that's some that's some next level motivation. A lot of guys or gals would stop being like, eh, I don't want to knock on those fifty doors today. I'm just not going to shoot that buck. Not Lee. He was at a dentist office today. Not because he needed his teeth cleaned. <laughs> he was going to ask that dentist for permission to hunt his property. 
That is some weird next level shit, and that's what it takes from where he's hunting. It's not weird. It's just I think it's weird. It's it, it takes it it's takes a personality to be able to go and talk to people that you've never talked to, or maybe don't have a desire to talk to or be friends with, to to go about getting permission to hunt their property, and maybe they're anti hunter. So then there's that dynamic too. And Bill, I know where you're coming from with it because I've been in your shoes. I've hunted urban where I had. One piece of property out of 15, I knocked on doors after I got this permission just to be able to get permission to chase deer, wounded deer on that property, on their property. And out of probably the 15 that I went and talked to, four of them said, yeah, no problem, go ahead. And the side eye glance that I got out of the other ones were was not good. So... I'm I'm with you where it's like I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity I can get here because I don't know how long it's going to last. And it's the same thing with like now that I hunt public, and, you know, the three of us hunt public now. Any opportunity that comes by you're going, "Shit, if it gets away, did I just edu- one did I just educate it and two will I get another opportunity like this?" That's the difficult part. I think it's an interesting correlation with like vast tracts of public land. I wouldn't say small stuff down here, right? But like big tracts of public and what Lee is doing, right? So Lee is trying to get these small properties where big deer are, but it takes a lot of work talking and networking and communicating with people. It's so a he's putting level. in the work to yeah. kill big deer. It's a different kind of work. Whereas on a tract of public land, right? I can do big work that has nothing to do with talking to anyone. Right. It's just tracking down deer, finding this, this, yes. this. It's just a different way of going at it. But I think if he locks down a small little property where this big buck lives, if he sits there as many times as he needs to, that deer is going to come across it. Right. Because it's little parcels. And people beg on it, but like I've heard stories of deer dying in pools, deer running over hungover people from parties, like where the guy passed on the yard has blood on him. Yeah. Like the stories I heard over the weekend from some of these urban hunters, but it's a different challenge well, I and, my, and it I, was when i hunted urban i i enjoyed it and i've got some fun stories from it but it's it's a different level of difficulty doing you know working with people that's um it's it's working with people and everybody is different and they're more temperamental than the deer are mm-hmm. they really are so i in my landowner the level landowner of difficulty that, yeah the landowner I had was... Sorry, like, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're good, buddy. Um, the landowner I had, it was funny. Like, I'd get a spiker or a five-pointer, six-pointer, small buck that was like, cool, I'm having this experience. It's right below me. It's literally licking my freaking climbing stick right now, and it doesn't give a shit that I'm here. Where if this would have been on public land, he would have been gone. Yeah. I'm getting a text message from that landowner. You going to shoot that one? Mm, probably not because I know you got like a 140 inch eight pointer that's tearing up your oak tree right now. Oh, well, I was hoping you'd show shoot every deer that came through here. <laughs> well, I'll shoot the does. What about that little one over there? That one, that one really pissed me off because you know it it ate all my hostas. You sure it wasn't the other little one on the other side? I mean, it could have been that one. You know, I hate to segregate that and, one and, little deer. And just, you know, um, William, you, you do the Hang and Hunt podcast with uh, Taylor, right? Yeah. So you're no stranger to this shit. 
I actually introduced Taylor to urban hunting. I actually, I actually put him in his saddle for the first time. No shit. It's like it's like putting a diaper on a baby. Oh, I swear <laughs> to God. Jesus. <laughs> Excuse me. Damn. <sighs> well, I wish our guests could hear you. I don't know why they can't. I don't. I can't figure it out. I'm yeah, trying to mess around. You got I don't know something jacked up with your, and, and we got a little bit of a delay from Bill too. And I, it almost sounds like we've lost him a few times. But he's here. But he's I, still here. yeah, it's it's all working on our end here. I'm not, I don't know why uh, it's not coming on live broadcast. I, for life, we can't figure it out. So that's okay. But there's two other callers behind you. William, anything else from uh, 2021 or looking forward to 2022? Yeah, what are your what are your goals? What is what's the the big grandiose idea here? Is this for me? This for you, Billy. About here, no. I mean, we're really we we actually kind of got away from um, I guess sen- uh, censoring some of our podcasts. Awesome, which uh, thing? But I, I guess we you know we're at the point now where. Um, and I, we just don't care. I mean, we dro- we kind of dropped one of the brands. I, I can't say drop, but we we're not accepting things from them anymore, if, if that makes sense. So, and they were one of the ones who, when they heard some of the things, and, and they were kind of pre pre editing a little bit, and and kind of making us say, look, this is not our mission. It's not. It doesn't doesn't go get with our mission, and it's not anything bad. We're just no. I mean, we're we're just regular dudes and we're kind of wild and we're like, Hey, you know, you know, at the ATA, we, uh, like to get drunk with our buddies. And that wasn't, that wasn't in line with their standards. And, and that's okay. But I mean, I think one of the things that, that we're planning on doing is just get, being completely unfiltered now and just, you know, speaking what we do, at, like, you know, every day. And in fact, like us, we are completely unfiltered. 100%. I almost dropped an F-bomb there. <laughs> you can yeah. do it. I have 100%. a button. I have a button. I could just go ahead and say you it. Don't, go ahead and say get it. Get your finger off that button. Say it. No, don't do it. Oh. <laughs> he said uncensored, not censored. You're a premature ejaculator. <laughs> Seriously. You didn't even have the I word just never get to push in his mouth, and you just beeped him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Premature ejaculator. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I resemble that comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear. I'm excited for you guys. That's uh, that's actually sounds like a pretty big win for you to to be able to go fully uncensored. And good for you to like make that like to realize that and say, you know what, we're gonna do what's good for us. Yeah, and people will listen. I mean, I listen every every time you guys put an episode out because I just get a kick out of you guys, and I can I can hang with you. A lot of fun, and and what I like about you guys, you're authentic, like we are. Yeah. So we had a this dude came up to us at the tethered booth on Saturday, and he came up and he looked at Taylor and I, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, are you guys okay? Are you sick?" And we, I went on at the bar last night, still drunk, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys really are authentic." I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know any other way to be. That's good. I mean, that's look, nice I, yeah, I mean that's that's how we should be, and I mean that's that's why I respect you guys tremendously. I I love the fact that you're out there saying, look. You know, this is how we hunt. This is why we hunt this way because we like it. And you know, I don't really care what anyone else thinks. And that's the way we hunt too. I mean, we we get a ton of flack from people saying, oh, well, you know, you shoot every deer that walks by. 
Well, yeah, we're in an area that has up to 400 deer per square mile. Oh yeah. Like every, every deer, you know, that, as many as you can. Yeah. Every deer that every you, deer shoot, you can shoot. Yeah. Every deer you shoot is one less deer that's going to end up on the hood of a car. Exactly. And I mean, with the spread of CWD and things like that, like the, the states are saying, please harvest more deer, lower the population. It's going to save the deer in the long run. But a lot of the short-term folks are like, well, that deer is going to be a giant in three or four or five years. It's like, yeah, but we might not have very many deer in 15 years or 20 years if we don't do our part. So, right. I mean, that's, that's kind of where we are. And, and look, if I lived in Iowa or something, I, I, I wouldn't shoot as many deer as I do. I no. would go out and would just shoot. Uh, I'd probably just go after big bucks because I get like one tag every year. But, I mean, I get unlimited tags and I hunt year-round, so that's what I do. That's pretty sweet. I, and that's what was nice about having that urban property I had is I could buy unlimited doe tags. I had to buy them, but the, the landowner was even happier to maybe throw me a few bucks to buy a few extra tags just to take more does off that property. Bottom line is every everybody's situation is different. Yeah. So you shouldn't be judging someone else's situation unless you're living it. And I think that's what your goal was and Eric's goal ever since he started this was just yep. appreciate yep. your situation and do what makes you happy. Don't be pissed at somebody else because they're doing something that's not yours. Yeah, not, you don't have a clue. It's not your tag. Yeah, you have no clue. And that's what's pretty You don't damn live in my cool. area. You don't hunt in my area. Maybe you do, but you don't know things that I know top of it i just don't really care <laughs> right yeah you know what? you're happy. Do my thing. you're enjoying shooting deer and you're enjoying having your hawk chase down rabbits and squirrels and all that cool stuff that you're doing um maybe we need to have him back yeah on. we sm- we smashed one today actually after as soon as i got home from work i pulled the pulled the hawk out and pulled the dog out and it was like a five minute hunt and the hawk killed a squirrel I was like, I really was hoping to get some exercise here, and now I'm still fat. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh darn! We'll bring you guys. We'll bring you on as your own as your own guest. We need to because the whole falconry thing, I think, is fascinating. Yeah, it sounds cool. And and you're just. I'll let you guys shit. get back. Yeah, man. We totally get back, t- man. But um, no, I I appreciate I appreciate you taking my call, and I, I I had just a great time talking to you guys just for a couple minutes. So I'll let you get back. Hell yeah, man! You have right, a great buddy. night. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot, Bill. Have a good one. Thank you. Man, that sucks that nobody could hear him. I know. And he was kind of like, we would lose him. He was cutting in and out a little bit here and there. We got, uh, is it Nick in queue with us? Nick, yeah. You're live. How's it yeah. going, man? Yeah. So we can hear you, but our, good, our live good? audience can't, which is fine because it'll be live in podcast land. So, like, it's, it's totally cool. Sorry, everyone that's watching live. You know, we could hear him when we were on the phone waiting to get in. Well, that's the way to do it. Call in, everybody. You'll hear yeah, everything. there you go. You call in. Otherwise, you just get to hear us laugh, pause, and grunt. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how to fix it. Yeah. New, new problem, of course. I'm not sure what the deal is. I thought I had everything fixed. But uh, anyway, go on. Thanks for calling, dude. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Where are you calling from? Both time I called in. Uh, <laughs> Hubertus, Johnson. Oh, hey, right hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah, right down the road. Nice. What's cooking, man? Um, so you guys want to hear a story then, huh? <laughs> I Let's find out your story. Let's hear it. Uh, so me and my buddy got off of work on a Friday, bow hunting, and uh, shoot up to central Wisconsin. And uh, we get up there at about 3, and we're driving around just scouting, getting out of the truck and whatnot. Um, 
I never get out of the truck without the bow anymore because of past experiences. I've learned my lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still haven't learned that um, lesson, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're at the yeah. last spot and see some nice trails and get out and climb this hill. And on our way down the hill, we spot a doe. We're like, all right, we got, you know, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, if that, of legal shooting. We uh, we move in. We're trying to get closer to her. And then next thing you know, we see there's a nice nice 10-pointer, I think it was, kind of locked down with her. And I'm like, all right, you know, me and my buddy are in work clothes. We just came from work, drove halfway up, you know, state of Wisconsin. And the wind is not in our favor. It's just blowing towards that buck and that doe. And we're moving slow, you know. We get to, I don't know, 100, 150 yards. And I turn around and I look behind us and there's this doe 37 yards from us. <laughs> and I look at my buddy who hasn't, who hasn't ever shot in a deer with his bow before. And I'm like, dude, there's a doe behind us. 30, 37 yards. Picked it up with the rangefinder. He turns. He's like, is it small? And I'm like, does it matter? Do you want to shoot it or not? <laughs> shoot deer, like, bro. Shoot deer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to shoot it. So I'm, I'm sitting next to him. The doe's looking right at us. He draws back, smokes her at 37 yards. Hell yeah. Yes. You know, we're, 37 we're yards is a good shot. That's a poke. Yeah, for the first deer. Yes. For the first deer with a bow. I'm like, holy cow, man. <laughs> Be so careful we're celebrating, where you take that, buddy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. And then we turn and look at the other buck in the doe, and they're still standing there. We close the distance to... It, it got to be too dark, but we got to 60 yards from them, dead downwind, and they finally took off. But, I mean, you want to talk about a story. I mean, getting up there Friday afternoon, going out and work clothes, not camel, sticking a doe, and getting within 60 yards of a nice shooter buck. Pretty cool. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. awesome. That's Absolutely. A, that's a hell of a Friday. The bar was open. There you go. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a memory. You got some meat. And you got to see a big buck, and life is good. Yeah, and and to watch watch your good buddy shoot his first deer with a bow. Yes, and that's the pure exciting. excitement on his face is like, you know, I the only the next thing I got to look forward to like that is when my son's of age to hunt, right. you know, and watch him shoot his first deer. You bet. That really is the coolest, right? Like you get you get to do that together, and you know, show him how to gut it, and you know, drag it out together, and have a drink. That's that's what it's all about, man. Yep, yep. And then, you know, we partied pretty hard that Friday and didn't make it out the next morning. And then uh, Oops. <laughs> Saturday after, Saturday afternoon, I got a nice eight-pointer. But nice. that's, not the, yeah. that's not the story I'm going for. <laughs> no, that, that first deer story is, is pretty pinnacle. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. You, you put a notch in your belt. You got to, to harvest a deer, and you did it nice and clean no, 35 no issues. plus Thir- yard yeah, shot 37 a, yards is pretty pretty that's awesome a, shot impressive shot with a bow for, especially for a first year he must have been practicing a lot that's a lot of confidence that full draw uh, he, you know he was i don't think he did practice that much that's what <laughs> I was pretty surprised when he made such a good shot on a you know smaller deer at 37 yards i'm like are you kidding <laughs> like Hey man, it, was, it was unreal. The sun awesome. shines up a dog's ass every once in a while. <laughs> Seal Team Six. Sometimes, right? Seal Team Six. <laughs> good good on your buddy and good on you for dragging him out yeah, there, man. man. That's awesome. That's what it's about. 
I dig it. Yeah. Dude, for thanks sure. for sharing the story with us, man. That's great. And uh be sure to submit some stuff to the OKS Hunter Moments. We got uh we got our OKS Moments page on our website. So uh if you got any other stories you want to share that don't make it to the airwaves, you can do it that way too. Yeah, we'll do we'll do. I got a bunch of stories I can put up there. So <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Yeah, Love buddy. Thanks for calling in, man. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, have, have a good a night. night. See ya. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Man, 37 yards, first deer. Bombs it out there. That's a poke. Yeah, it is a poke for a bow. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of bow it is. It's still a poke. A lot can happen in 37 yards. Well, guys, I think that's a good episode. I'm going to end the recording on this. I'm going to keep the live stream going, and I'm going to pray and hope that we can convince him to call in to try one thing Are your thing lips out. moving? What are you talking about? You're licking your lips. I just want to make sure that are I can... Are they numb? I might be able to fix this problem. I'm going to end it.